Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? Same old. I'm doing the podcast. How you doing? Pretty great. All right. Pretty great. So uh, I, I feel uh, I see kind of a mischievous grin on your face today. I feel like your problems are going to cause trouble. No, uh, my, yeah, they are. Uh, <laughs> but I have a, another surprise for you that oh, I'll get to. Great, great. Yeah, no, it's a fun surprise. All right, it's a good surprise. Well, it usually isn't, but uh, we'll see. It's a surprise that will make everyone feel good. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, this is uh, this is a harbinger. So uh, let's let's get to some comments first. Um, so after last last week's episode, uh, which by the way on the board. The number one problem from last week was conspiracy dipshits. Mm. Cleaned house, followed by marriage, then car insurance. Car insurance actually showed. You were in the positive territory. Man, I really hate your condescending recap of the problems. <laughs> I lose every week, and I always get skunked, and you always read me the third place like yeah. it matters. Hey. Like you read it so earnestly and honestly, mm-hmm. like congratulating a child for even placing on the board, and it just Pisses me off every time. I'm so glad he picked up on that because that's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, and then we have dead last table Nazis. And speaking of, uh, somebody left a comment on the board that said, "Table Nazis, hey Dick, quit being a fucking vagina, Tim." Okay. <laughs> Princess I, Masterson. Because I want to sit at a table. Oh yeah, because you want to sit at a table. Why don't you just yep. sit? Who cares where you sit? Me, oh, I man. need a. I need a table. One table for Princess Masterson, please. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I want the table, man. You know as, what, I, as I already covered last yeah, week. Yeah. And I want. I just want to point out, I think it's the, because I notice something that you're doing every week. Yeah. You phrase your problems so they'll look good on the board. Mm-hmm. And they're, when in actuality, they're a little bit different. Uh, like, like your monkeys problem. Yeah. That wasn't it wasn't really about monkeys. It was about space exploration, but you you made it that way so it would look funny. So <laughs> I'm going to be on you for doing that in the future. Yeah, but monkeys is one of the lowest ranking on our overall problem list. So Good. it didn't work. I mean, if you think that's what's going on. But anyway, so uh let's let's get some more comments here. I got, I got another comment from Matthew James. I I decided if they pub, if they post publicly on Facebook, uh, then I can read their full name. So uh, no, Matthew- no, no, I don't think you should do. Okay, <laughs> yeah, well, do whatever you want. It's on the website, so it's posted. So uh, Matthew James says, "I've got a stats for you." You know what that's uh, that's in reference to? Yeah, <laughs> I got a stats for you. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, I love it so much. I love it. I'm so glad. I'm. So- I was going to say something during the episode, but I didn't want to steamroll the problem. Anyway, uh, one other comment. I got an email actually from somebody who's a professional meat cutter. Cool. Yeah. And he says that USDA... Oh, this is going to be more proof for you. You do this every week. You bring in emails and comments that only support your problems. F you. Go ahead. Read read more about why I'm wrong about meat by some crackpot who claims to be a meat cutter. <laughs> who claims to be... Did he attach a picture of himself cutting meat? No, oh, yeah, then you have no idea if he's a meat cutter or not. Go ahead. Oh, Dick, you know what? Why don't you ever bring in some evidence to support anything you've ever said? You don't. It's always bullshit, except you do. Last week you did. and I got his stats for you. <laughs> Go, what did the meat cutter say? What did he the meat says, master say? He says that USDA grading is really just a measure of marbling in a steak. Marbling is great, but it doesn't entail a great steak. The grading system is very deceptive, too. He says, now this is kind of in support of what you said, actually. Yeah. He says, a restaurant can put any price tag they want on a piece of beef. Well, that's in support of what I said. And then he said, and you can rest assured that they have a massive markup. That said, a $20 steak on the menu is pretty much a guarantee that it's not a very good piece of meat. 
If you pay more than $100, it's more likely that they're serving you a better quality steak. Still. Yeah. Still. You that don't, proves what I'm saying. But you don't get a guarantee. That's what okay. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. I got an email, too. Oh, do it's you really? All, yeah, it's also from a butcher. Okay. It says, <laughs> Maddox is a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I brought you a present. So <laughs> my uh, my problem last week was was car insurance, right? Yeah. Because because they screwed up the rims on my car. Right. And I told you, what did I tell you? That when you take one look at these rims, the first thing you will think is Persian, Persian racing, racing rim. rims. Okay, I brought you a picture of the rims. Oh, let's see this. All right. Yeah. Here you go. All right. Oh, wow. What yeah. do you think? <laughs> Pretty cool, bro. Yeah. So I would like to, exhibit A, I would yeah. like you to call it, I would like to bring your attention to the uh, chrome rivets that uh-huh. surround the rim that are not black on uh-huh. the black rim. Yeah. Okay. Chrome rivets. I would like you to also notice the embossed lettering yeah. on the rim, in addition to the weird silver like crown in the center of the hubcap. Uh, that's that's a, I think I believe that's the symbol of the rim company. It's called Motegi Racing. That's pretty cool, bro. Yeah. You got uh, you got Ace number one rims. Uh, you should post that out on the website and and post your other rims for comparison too, because I forgot what your other rims look like. I have what, a picture what, of them destroyed. Great, great. Post that. All right. But uh, let's uh, let's get to the problems, yeah? Sure. Um, go ahead. My first problem is a little topical. All right. The U.S. soccer team sucks. Yes. Correct. <laughs> it does suck. Yeah, and I think it's about time they get good. Like, we got to figure this out. America kicks ass at everything except soccer, <laughs> and it's like every four years, I feel like the whole world holds it against us. Like, it's embarrassing. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing the world has on us. But you know what's kind of good that we have on them is that we don't care. So- I care. I, I'm sick of pretending I don't care. <laughs> I care that we suck at soccer and always lose and never even get to the quarterfinals except for that one time in, like, 2002. So I was at I – I went to a, bar, a pub because the World Cup is awesome for drinking. Yeah. You get to wake up at, like, 7 in the morning and start drinking. Right. Uh, I went to this pub, and my friends were supposed to be – Saving a seat for me. Right. So I get dressed in all my cool Team USA, like, soccer gear. Kit, right. Kit, as it would be called. I show up, and of course, it's sold out. So I have to stand outside in my soccer uniform, looking like a jerk, watching the game from the street, as we beat Ghana. Yeah, we beat Ghana. That's cool. You know what? I don't even know where Ghana is. I don't want to be proud that our biggest accomplishment this World Cup is beating Ghana. You know what, though? You got to imagine it from the perspective of uh, Ghanese. Is it Ghanese? See? You you don't even know. That's not an enemy for the U.S. to have, man. We got, like, the Soviet Union is our bad guys. England is our bad guys. Not Ghana. (laughs) England has always been our bad guys since, since what, the 1800s. Um, Now... But it's so much more soul crushing. Germany, that's a bad guy. Not Ghana. Don't you feel good stepping on like it's like something that you clearly overpower? Yeah, but we did barely beat them. And this by, is, that's like our rival is Ghana. By the way, this is this is so much funnier if you could actually see Dick because he's wearing an American flag do rag. <laughs> it's just incredible that he's making this this argument here. Uh, I, I'll post a picture on the website. But yeah, I, I feel I feel great that we beat Ghana. I, I feel like I've accomplished something. It should be. It <laughs> shouldn't. Be, we shouldn't even had to have to have to think about it. It should be taken for granted that we would beat Ghana. Of course, we're America. <laughs> of course, we'll beat Ghana. Like you remember when we had the basketball team, the dream team. Yeah. 
It was a joke. We stomped all over everyone. Right. That's what sports should be about. Yeah, but that's our industry. I get. I mean, I guess, sure. But who cares, really? At the end of the day, who cares? Who cares who, who wins the World Cup? Uh, Americans don't. Unless you studied abroad for a semester and then you can't shut the fuck up about it in a bar. Like, that's that's the one thing. Uh, but other than that, like, who, who honestly cares uh, about the World Cup other than the rest of the world? Like, America, isn't that, isn't that like, um, the embodiment of American exceptionalism to, to not even care about something that the entire world cares about? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really get what you're saying. <laughs> I, I'm saying that, okay, say, have you ever gotten in an argument? Well, okay, I know you have. Yeah. You, you've gotten in arguments. I with, got into an argument trying to get into that bar in my soccer uniform to watch the World Cup. Why, yes, wouldn't, why, gotta, wouldn't, why wouldn't they let you? Because they said they were sold out. Yeah. Like, how do you, what are you, sold out of beer? Yeah, idiots. You know, I, oh, I got a story about that. But anyway, you've gotten in arguments with, your, with ex-girlfriends sure. in the past. Yeah. Nothing pisses them off more, even more than being right, than when you don't even care. Right? It's so dismissive. Because that really puts a fire under their ass. They get so pissed off. So what are you saying? That America wins the World Cup because we don't care? Right. That is bullshit. I care. Eh, then you, we then care. you lose. No, that's, yeah. that is denial, man. Yeah, the rest of the world is terrorism, and you're America after 9-11, and you lost. That's too meta for me. <laughs> I, look, I care about it. I think, I think other guys out there care about it, and I, I'm trying to call them to action here. Like, we really need to get good at the uh, World Cup. Uh, and there's and I was so I was reading about it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going on the internet and doing research and reading opinion pieces, right? Because that's good research. Sure. And nobody even knows why we suck at soccer. How about that? Well, probably because there isn't as much money. We're not looking for the most qualified coaches necessarily. We're not looking for the best players necessarily, and it's just not on people's radars. Like if you if there's a kid growing up in Oklahoma coming up through high school uh-huh. and you know all he sees is baseball, basketball, football on TV. Yeah. It's not even in the back of his mind that hey, I should try out for soccer uh or uh football with the umlaut or whatever the hell the rest of the world calls it. But like it's not even on their radar. I think here's why I think that's bullshit. Yeah. Because we're the best at cup stacking and there's no money in cup stacking. Is that true? Are we the best at cup stacking? I don't know, probably. <laughs> So America's not number one in a lot of things, though. You know what I would care about way more than winning the World Cup is getting our internet speeds up to just South Korean levels. Okay, th- you don't hijack my problem. <laughs> okay. Internet speeds is not—I I care way more about the World Cup right now than I do internet speeds. Really? Yeah. That's stupid. So everybody said all the problems you just mentioned, right? Yeah. But I think they're wrong. The okay. real reason why I think the U.S. sucks at soccer— Yeah. S- stick with me on this. I'm with you. Is that when little kids play soccer, they adults take the fun out of it. Only for soccer. Like you play baseball as a kid. Yeah. They teach you to whack things with the ball. They teach you to they teach you to shit talk the other team. Well. You know, you're all in the dugout together, conspiring. Nobody can see what you're doing. It's fun. Football for little kids is about bashing each other, but <laughs> soccer is about not keeping score and teamwork. <laughs> they make it lame. You learn all the worst parts about sports, like sportsmanship and soccer, and they don't teach that shit in any other kid's sport. Dick, I don't even know if you're fucking with me right now. Like, th- of course, that's that is the sport. Yeah, you you have to have some kind, some modicum of teamwork to make soccer work. Totally false. See, this is the American <laughs> attitude towards soccer. Why we suck at it? No, soccer is. Uh, Punching another guy in the nuts when the ref isn't looking, yeah. fake falling, fake falling, we're like, yeah. 
oh, look at me, fake fall. Like, that is what soccer is about. That's why it's fun. You know, and that's what kids got to start learning if we're going to be good at soccer. Yeah, but the fake falling is the biggest pussy bullshit move in any fucking sport. And that's why I don't like, I can't watch that shit. It just, it makes me, it makes my, my, my blood curdle. Like, when I see guys fake fall and, and like, cry and pretend they're so hurt. I've seen, like, watch UFC. A guy will get punched right in the face and then brush it off and then shake that guy's hand. But yeah. in soccer, they fake fall and they pretend like they broke their nails or whatever. Look, they just it's lame, I agree with you, but that's yeah. what it takes to be competitive on the world stage. Maybe it's a game that uh, we, shouldn't be, we shouldn't be playing. Maybe America should abstain. Okay, so you ever see those, like, the English team walking around? They look like, they look like... A-holes, and every time I hear a clip or a, a quote or a story about them, they seem like a-holes. Like, they're always doing dirty stuff. The, yeah. the superstars, right? Yeah. Then I see our guys. They're on TV, and they're like, you got any predictions for the game? And the guy, uh, the main guy, Landon, Landon, is that his name? Landon Donovan? I don't know how many D's he has. He says, yeah, I think we're going to play a great game. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, we're going we're gonna to kill them. Dick, this is, this is... Yeah. This is endemic in all of sports. This this stupid. What are you asking the guy if he has predictions? I want to hear some balls from this guy. You ask him that to set him up to be a jerk. That's why you yeah. say, "How are you going to do?" And he's like, "Oh, how are we going to do?" Ghana's a joke. I don't even know where it is. That's how we're going to do. <laughs> That's what you say. That's how you know your team's fired up. Yeah. You know what? You know what could solve this problem is just put wrestlers onto the soccer team. Dude, you read my you read my mind. I wrote that down. Fuck it. We just fist bumped. <laughs> That is so cool. Uh, yeah, wrestlers on a soccer team. Stone Cold Steve Austin needs to be the coach of the men's soccer team. Hell yeah. All right, that's my. I think that's all I got for this problem. Oh, you're really fired up about this, dude. American. Because I hate losing. We always lose, and I gotta sit here and listen to my foreign friends like joke. They don't even make full jokes about how bad we suck at soccer. It's just like, oh, did you guys even get in the quarterfinals this year? And I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I'll show you a quarterfinals. Yeah. Ever heard of Ghana? We beat them. Asshole. How about that? Um, okay. Let's move on to uh, my first problem. My first problem is people who can't eat spicy food. Oh. Right? Are you tired of that shit? Aren't you tired of pandering and, and, and kowtowing and having to go, oh, no Indian food because I'm with Princess whoever who can't I'm eat sorry. spicy food? S- someone who can't eat spicy food. Yeah. Is I'm talking about the World Cup, man. A yeah. global right. athletic competition that's yeah. bil- worth billions of dollars probably. Yeah. Yeah. And you're talking about people who can't eat spicy food? Yeah. Well, who gives you know, a shit about people who can't eat spicy oh, food? Oh, all of India, okay? All of India eats pretty much spicy food. Most of China eats spicy food. Most of Asia. That's like that's already almost like half the population of the world. So this is a huge problem. So if you go to if you go to India, let's say you get Let's say you stumble into the unfortunate predicament of marriage. And on your honeymoon, you go to New Delhi with your wife. And she can't eat spicy <laughs> food. Is this, where would you take your wife on a honeymoon? Does that rank? Is that on the know. list? I mean, you know, maybe if she's adventurous, which she isn't if she's not eating spicy food. And I yeah. would have, yeah, for some reason, you know, play along. For some reason, if you didn't know before you married her uh-huh. that she didn't eat spicy food and you went to New Delhi, your honeymoon would be ruined. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay, so Maddox's problem is that his fantasy wife, that his hypothetical wife, is ruining his honeymoon. Is that your, should we name your problem to that? Ruined honeymoons? No, 
<laughs> no, who did this to you? You're obviously talking. You're obviously talking about someone specifically who doesn't eat spicy food. What yeah. happened? Any of my friends. So it ranks up there with vegetarianism and veganism in terms of a pain in the ass it is to go out to eat with these people because it takes Thai food out of the mix, takes Indian food out of the mix, takes Indonesian, takes Ethiopian. Well, Ethiopian food sucks, but. It takes most of these foods immediately out of the mix. They can't have any. And also, mm-hmm. if you get a, a pizza, oh, sorry, no jalapenos. They can't even deal with pepperoni. Are you kidding me? I went to a grocery store, and I saw extra mild salsa. What the fuck is extra mild? Is that just tomatoes? What is that? Are these? Are they not, do they refuse to eat spicy foods? Yes. Oh, they'll, they'll cry and bitch about it. Okay. And, and here's something interesting. I actually, I have some uh, some stats here. I got a stats for you. Uh, you love that sound. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, this is from PopSci. So Mexican parents give their children packets of sugar mixed with red chili powder, which they eat straight up in order to build their spice tolerance. Yeah. Huh? How about this? We all need Mexican parents. I agree with you. Uh, there we go. Great. Finally, we found some uh, some common ground. So, I wish my parents were Mexican. You are you are a, you're a shady character. <laughs> I'm going to start with that. Okay. These friends that you have who refuse to eat spicy food, do you ever think about like secretly slipping them a little like gradually increasing amounts of spice in their food to wean them off of this? Oh yeah, it's, it, I've tried. I have snuck. Okay, anytime I, I hear a friend of mine, I has knew an it. Allergy, right? I knew it. <laughs> I knew. I knew that you had done this somehow. <laughs> yes. Uh, like for example, my brother thinks he's allergic to avocados. <laughs> <laughs> so the so, most inert fruit that yeah, there is. Yeah. Like avocados. A, a staple, a superfood. Yeah. He is allergic to avocados. Sure. No, question number one: mm-hmm. Does such an allergy exist? Uh, not that I know of. Okay, perfect. I've never heard. I've never heard of anyone else. I've never met anyone else. Oh, just the other day, I talked to some chick who said her friend is allergic to chicken. I'm like, what? Is that even a thing? How can you be allergic? Yeah, Sean is. Sean, you're allergic to chicken. Okay, let me tell this story. Let me tell this story real quick, Sean, before you jump in, because everyone loves the Sean chime-ins. I'm. I was picking up Jack in the Box with Sean, and he was. We're getting the order right, and uh, I'm like, Sean, what do you want? And he goes, um, oh. And he thought about it for a really long time. And he's like, oh, I'll have a spicy chicken sandwich. I'm like, John, uh, why are you thinking about it for so long? Yeah. And he goes, and for some reason, I remember this vividly. He goes, well, whenever I eat chicken, my fingers and my toes start tingling like all night, like they're numb. And I was like, uh, okay, are you, do you want to change your order then? He goes, no, no, I really like eating chicken, but I'm, my feet. Are numb. They fall asleep. They do something. I don't know. Explain what? it. Explain what happens to your feet and your hands. It started happening in my uh, mid twenties, and uh, I just noticed that when I would eat chicken, my arms. It, sometimes it goes into my legs, but it, I just get the pins and needles about twenty minutes after, uh, and it lasts. It lasts about an hour to two hours. It's never gone further than that. I eat as much chicken now as I ever did. Um, I just and you noticed, have tingly arms and shit after yeah, you eat it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it takes about <laughs> twenty weird? to twenty-five minutes. Uh. And I looked it up. It, somebody had said it was an enzyme uh, or something. And I've eaten the most processed chicken in the world and the free-range, organic, whatever, blah 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 bullshit. Yeah, it must be something naturally occurring because um, it happens with every type of chicken I eat, including the broth. Like if you drink, if you have chicken soup. Oh, good question. Uh, I don't know. I can't Let's try it. I can't remember the last time I just had chicken broth. But I eat plenty of chicken. It doesn't stop me from, you know, doing anything. It's and it's never progressed. But it was weird because it didn't happen until I would say my mid twenties. 
let me say, I don't believe that woman who told you that. Yeah. I believe Sean. Yeah. But I don't believe that chick. Sure. Well, let me tell you. So, Sean, uh, that's... Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that is unfortunate. However, this girl, she said her giggling. friends... You love your little sound oh, I love so, so much. It's yeah. like a child. They're, they're great. <laughs> um, this girl I talked to, she said her friend gets migraines if she eats chicken. Doesn't that sound like a bullshit thing? Yeah. And I'll tell most, you why. Yeah. Because every chick's medical problem induces her to be a pain in the ass. It's like every <laughs> single problem. Like, Sean's tingling thing is funny. Yeah. It's hilarious. Every chick allergy is like, oh, I have this weird allergy. Like, if I see kids having a good time, I become a huge bitch. <laughs> I feel like I have that, actually. <laughs> uh, I, I once met a girl who said she's she's allergic to Cajun seasoning. I'm like, what the fuck? How, how can you possibly be allergic to Cajun seasoning? There's like 19 ingredients in there. Oh, and back to my brother's story about the avocado. Speaking yes, of. Yes, please. So I remember the day he developed this allergy. We went to a restaurant, and we got nachos. And he ate the nachos. The nachos had like jalapenos and tomato and chicken so and beans like, and this cheese. This is a nice night out for the Maddox family. We're going to yeah. go eat some nachos. <laughs> the brothers are there. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling something really bad and weird is about to happen. Oh, uh, well, you know, he just, well, he he got sick from the nachos. And he came home and he just said. Like food poisoning. Food poisoning. Okay. Yeah. It goes, well, I'm allergic to avocados. I'm like, how do you, <laughs> how do you know it's avocados, dickhead? You There was like 10 ingredients on those nachos. You just arbitrarily picked avocados. So from that day on, I made it a point to sneak avocados into everything he ate. Yeah. And of course, nothing ever happens because he's full of shit. He did just you, thinks. Did you tell him this? Like, did you spring this plan oh, no. on him? After? No. So you're you've been slowly building up this really slow burn. Some might call like psychotic plan <laughs> of slipping um, avocados in your brother's food. Oh yeah. For how long? Uh, for years, I've done this. <laughs> like, I've just put a little bit of avocado here and there. See, we'll see Do you have pictures happens. of it? Do you have pictures of you slipping oh. it in, like dated, like in seven, like that guy's lair where everything's all oh, like yeah. the urine is all date stamped? What's yeah. up, Sean? I have to ask, like, were the nachos super complex and in their ingredients? Was it like, you know, sour cream and yeah. beef and beans right. and all that kind of? Okay, so there was were, at least ten ingredients in yeah, these like nachos. restaurant nachos. It could restaurant have been nachos, yeah. anything. More Any. likely the beef. More likely the more likely anything than yeah, the but avocado. You don't throw up from allergies, right? Like you get no. your histamines or well, whatever no, go you, crazy. You your do, feet tingle. You can get nausea. You can get rashes. Like th- th- those are some common things. That's not just migraines. not what I would immediately think. Like yeah. if I got if I threw up, I wouldn't think oh, I must be allergic. Must to be beer. allergic to something. Yeah, no, allergies usually cause you to like sneeze or something. I do know yeah. people who have allergies to beer, and I didn't believe them. I'm like, drink some beer right now and see what happens. And so this girl did, and she immediately started sneezing. I'm like that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I felt great. You're miserable. I'm awesome. Man, uh, you have this sick lust of like feeding people things that they're not that they don't want to eat or that they are or they can't eat. Is, yeah. Have you ever heard this shit? Have you ever heard of somebody slipping all this weird food into people's stuff? I haven't. Yeah, and Tabasco, too. My brother hates Tabasco. I always put Tabasco in his food. Um, so <laughs> maybe that's why he <laughs> ate it. But back, so back that to is spicy. Demented. Yeah, well, well, fuck it. You know, to quit being such a fucking pansy about everything. Just eat it. Jesus. Um, so back to spicy food. Do you think Did this you, is... What, would, what was the food like when you grew up? Like, spicy. what was the... Okay. My mom gave me pepper jam sandwiches when I was a kid. No joke. What is that? It's... Pepper jam. It's literally jam made out of pepper. Oh. And it was all, I just spread it on bread and ate it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So do you think, here's a question. Do you think that- How many, how often would you eat pepper sandwiches? Uh, Probably at least once a week. Okay. Once or twice a week. Plus I eat her other peppery, spicy foods. Like, I, you know, I just, I loved it. It was great. I'm just digging for something because the avocado thing is pretty funny. Yeah, it's great. 
Um, so, so here is something. This is interesting. Uh, Penn State University investigated the link between personality traits and affinity for spicy food. Do you think it's personality or do you think it's nature? Um, well, I kind of let that minute, one. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What do you, they, do you think what are people? Options? Do you think people are naturally born to not like spicy food, or do you think it's personality? I would say, just because of like my healthy cynicism for people, I would say that they're faking it, and it's a it's a personality. Thing. It is. It is actually. There's there's some there's some truth to both actually, but uh, they say that it's personality trait. Uh, they they found this is from popsci.com. They found that the sensation seekers or people who enjoyed the thrills of roller coasters, gambling, meeting new people, these are people who like spicy food. Oh, really? Yeah. And they they so if did someone's a, survey. a pain in the ass, they don't like spicy food. Is that basically what that's saying? Like, if someone who's not fun, yeah, someone who's not fun doesn't like spicy food. Wow, boring that's people like boring food. And a story. So they they did a questionnaire. They asked a questionnaire of these people, and these were some of the questions they asked them. Okay, I would have enjoyed being one of the first explorers of an unknown land. People who like spicy food answered yes. So without pe- without spicy food, we probably wouldn't even have America. Oh, man, right? you took 20 minutes to answer my first question, which is why the hell is this a problem? Yeah. And I didn't realize I'd been duped until you just answered the question. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's a big problem. All right, baby. Then uh, they asked another question. They said, I like a movie where there are a lot of explosions and car chases. Cool. People who like spicy food like those types of movies. So, uh, is this survey, is it? Is it just men... And oh, women here? Men and women, yeah. Who else? So, well, it's just the questions now are getting, it seems like men would all say yes to that. And women would say, well, not really. So, no, they, they, this is actually a really well done study. I, I looked at it, I couldn't believe how in depth the study was. Mm. But uh, they, they, so here's something that's Penn kind of State interesting. Penn State lights too. going deep, right? What's, I don't know what that Oh, because that guy at Penn State molested all those boys. Oh, my gosh. No, oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, no, I, I'm pretty sure he probably didn't like spicy food. Okay, I, yeah, <laughs> that's not. A, I hope not. <laughs> no, no, he. I guarantee he doesn't. Um, so, sensation seeking emerged as a much stronger predictor of spicy food liking than in previous studies, and it also predicted how often person ate chili laden meals. Surprisingly, now this is the part that really kicks ass. Surprisingly, frequent chili eaters didn't feel the burn from from capsaicin samples any less than people who ate peppers less often. So what that means is people who eat spicy food still feel the burn. They just don't give a shit because they're that awesome. Really? Yeah. Wow. We still feel the burn. I ate the world's spiciest pepper a couple a couple months ago. There's a YouTube video on it. And I felt Of you burn. eating the pepper? Yeah. I saw that. Don't you take your shirt off in that video? Yeah, I started sweating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was the right move for that video. Well, probably not. It's, it's, it's so rarely If you want right to see moves. Maddox take his shirt off and eat the hottest pepper in the world, if no. you want to see the hottest shirt taken off in the world. Yeah. That's, uh, that's me. I was doing it. So, so, yeah, these are the people who are scuba diving. They're skydiving. These are people who are exploring. These so are people on the moon. Do you tell your friends this? Do you tell your non-spicy eating friends all this data? What the, no, because no, it's impossible to argue to reason with them. One of my friends uh, in New York, his his he claims his wife is a, is something called a super taster. Have you heard of this before? No, man, yeah. I have not heard of that ever. So she cannot have even a an, a granule of spice because she's a super taster. I'm like, uh, yeah. these people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It it doesn't sound like super tasting to me. That sounds like special tasting. You know what I mean? That's that's stupid. Like, you can't have even a granule of spice. Because she'll throw a huge fit? Yeah, she'll throw a huge fit. And you know what? You can build your tolerance to it. Just eat it. Like Mexican parents. We all need Mexican parents. That's you know, my problem. But now I'm thinking, if, there, if there's this correlation to 
spiciness and like adventure seeking that the spice kind of hurts, right? Like it kind of yeah. it burns. It feels good. Right. It's a right? good feeling. You you actually get a rush of endorphins in your body after you eat spicy food. Huh. Yeah. I feel like that would correlate with like a lot of other stuff too. Sure, it does. Actually, so there's a scale. It's called the sensation-seeking scale. Okay. And so they broke it down into four traits. There's thrill. That's like uh, thrill and adventure-seeking. That's a desire for outdoor activities involving unusual sensations and risks, such as skydiving, scuba diving, and flying. There's experience-seeking. That that refers to things like, you know, social and psychedelic experiences and going out and meeting people. There is uh, disinhibition. That's a preference of out-of-control activities, such as wild parties, drinking, and sexual variety. That's what I was talking about. There you go. Yeah. And then the final uh, trait is boredom susceptibility, intolerance of repetition or boring people, and restlessness in such conditions. These are the people who like spicy food. That's me. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. This is, I hate being informative and not funny. Like, I hate informative things. Uh, that's true. But this is, that's good info. Yeah. If someone, if someone doesn't like spicy food, they are not fun. They're boring. Science, scientifically proven. They're assholes. All right, man. Yeah. I think you're going to... That's a solid problem. Thank you. Let's, I uh, think the U.S. men's soccer team needs some spicy food. Damn right they do. Okay. Get ready for this. Yeah. This is going to make your problem look like a joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Here's my next problem. Yeah. Condoms. <laughs> Everyone, everyone Correct. hates them. Do you have okay. a boner sound effect? Oh, no. I do. Well, get a boner sound effect for next week. I got an anal sound effect. Nah, <laughs> no. <laughs> everyone hates condoms, yeah. men and women. Yeah, that's true. So don't, I'm not, don't accuse me of being anti-women or sexist during this podcast. Everybody hates them. Everybody hates condoms. And yet, we're still using them. Yeah. Why? Probably to avoid STDs. How many people... Seriously, have all these STDs? Have you ever gotten an STD? No, I never have either. No. Uh. Well, don't I need guess them. That proves that proves what I'm don't saying. Need condoms. Do you do you actually have? Um, Look, man. I mean, honestly, it, it ruins. I spend more time trying to talk chicks out of condoms than I do trying to talk chicks into having sex with me in the first place. Hmm. How messed up is that? Very, but for so many different reasons. <laughs> um, what do you mean? Well, first of all, if a, if a girl doesn't feel uncomfortable having sex with you without a condom, then why push the issue? Just put it on and get it they're, done. They're trained. It's like everybody's trained to compulsively put a condom on when you don't really need it. You don't really... I'm saying that. You yeah. don't really need it. Stop having sex with scumbags. Yeah. That's it. Both ways. Stop well. having sex with trashy people yeah. and you won't get an std but this is coming from dick desperation dick let's call it let's let's call it that's offensive this, <laughs> well you were just saying last weekend you would do anything do or say anything to get a blowjob yeah so that means sometimes you might run into some trashy women uh and also if it's dark well, i don't want i don't want a blowjob from them though i don't want it from anybody yeah you know okay. a good one all right a good one sure i want that perfect mix of like you don't give them often, but you, you're doing it now. That's what I, I want to ride that razor thin edge. You know what I'm talking about? No. I'm not just indiscriminately out there wanting blowjobs. You're just um, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You 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 want you want the you, how can you tell you're going to get a quality blowjob? And how I can you tell like she's whole, not? Because I want like you know I want like a Casablanca of blowjobs. Like I, no, I want the I want the Goldilocks of like I don't not too. It, I don't. I want to. I don't want to uh. think you've done this too much, <laughs> and I don't want to think you've never done this. Yeah. I want you to make me think this one is special. Okay. 
I'm co- totally on board because I've had both, and I know what you're talking you about. You know exactly what I'm talking yep. about. I don't want her to stop in the middle and yeah. say, is this good? Guys always tell me it's real. I'm really good. And I'm like, okay, well. Well, it was. It was yeah, it was until <laughs> you started talking. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, but I, I have I've experienced I've experienced both where it's like you don't know what you're doing. Get away from that. And then the other end of it is this girl's too good at it, uh, which is it's all it's like porn star good, you know? Yeah. Where it's like what? What should I be using a condom? Like what's going on here? No, 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 no. Don't you start with that? No, I I think condoms with blowjobs are totally pointless. I I won't stand for that at all. Yeah. I'd rather That's just stupid. not get anything. Yeah, I you know guess. what I'm saying. You know, yeah, but but what's the what's the trade off here? So so the 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 cost benefit analysis is the the benefit is you would have a better sexual experience, yep. presumably, right? The cost is potentially no gonna- cost. There's no downside <laughs> to this because not everyone society is not rampant with STDs. I it's don't know not. about that, dude. I've seen some some girls where I thought, okay, this is pretty questionable. Also, but they, would you bang them? No, no, I, I of haven't. course not. Yeah. That's I think that I think everybody has like a natural level of disgust that protects them from getting an STD. Yeah, I don't know, man. STDs are scary because the, the the cost <laughs> that you that you didn't let me finish is that your dick your dick is gonna drip. Uh, it's gonna swell up and and drip, and you're gonna get mm. pustules and all sorts of nasty funk. And then guess what? You're going to be the one that they're worried about. You're stuck with that for life then. Yeah, you're stuck with that for life well, versus, a f- versus like a five-minute experience. And by the way, man, I don't have all the answers. I'm just saying I would rather, I would rather uh, drop a dictionary on my dick than have sex with a condom on. That's all I'm saying. I think everyone can get behind that. I, I can totally get behind you dropping a dictionary on your dick. Thank you. Yeah. We'll post the video on the website. So, do, well, do you have any any actual stats or anything for for the number of STDs that people people have out there? I, I've heard it's really high. Like, especially uh, syphilis and gonorrhea is up to like thirty percent of the population. Yeah, can that possibly be true? Well, I mean, just because your your experiences are tainted, so you kind of think that your experiences are common just because you have that perspective and empirical evidence. You've never gotten an STD, but ask someone who's had one, and their their life is kind of demolished right you know what's weird um I, this friend of mine was telling me about her friend who got herpes yeah and this is an example of someone who's trashy the girl said well you know it's not like her life is over well i'm like uh yeah it kind of is like no one is gonna want to have sex with you with herpes no nah, well that's not true i i just read an article about this you can't um, dance around that like no. those Valtrex commercials when it's like, it's only bad for five days a month. No, it's bad all month. Is it? I, I mean. I, what would you, would you, do, would you bang someone with herpes? Oh, there's, that's a loaded question. I mean, it would, it would have to be, A, she'd have to be the one, essentially. She'd have to be a perfect, uh, you know, the perfect girlfriend for me she or whatever. She would have to eat spices eat every spices, day. Go skydiving, go to the moon. Uh, and discover a new land. She'd have to hate monkeys because I fucking hate monkeys. Yeah. But, yeah, if she was the perfect one and I saw myself in a long-term thing, then potentially, yeah. Because I, I read this With thing. herpes. Yeah, potentially. I mean, if it's somebody... I want you to think about this. I'm going to let you give a oh, different boy. answer for this because yeah. I'm putting you on the spot, I know. Yeah. Okay, you know, my answer is no. <laughs> yeah, my answer is no. <laughs> now, I read this article about this recently about a girl who who had... She got herpes 
when she was 22 from a boyfriend that she didn't he didn't know he had it she didn't know he had it and then she got it like they had sex one time or something like that and she got Mm -hmm. herpes so then she talked about the rest of her life and her dating experiences she dated like 10 guys since then and she had that tearful uh confession every time they were about to have sex that she had herpes and it turned out like man could you imagine getting that getting that conversation it's tough man but what do you do i mean what do you do just end your life like is that the end of your sex life no what do you do as a guy i'm not imagining it from her point of view i'm imagining it from my point of view well getting told that conversation yeah like oh well surprisingly a lot of the guys like probably about uh uh, seven or eight of them were okay with it you know uh, you you have a less likelihood a lower likelihood of contracting it if there's no sore no open sore all right that's gross yeah well it's your problem man but uh condoms okay so if there's there's all these stds out there yeah then i guess people aren't using condoms the right people aren't using them because they're going around like crazy meanwhile uh girls who are totally clean that i want to hook up with are like yeah 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 yeah, you got to put a condom on like ah why that's because they're totally clean that's how they stay that way sucks you know what that's a test that's a test so if you if she says put on a condom She's already passed the test, and then if you and say, then so we don't have to use one. That's well, what you're saying, right? Yeah. Just say it, and then we can't. Yeah, say it, and then we don't, it, have, then to we don't have to. Yeah, that should be the test right there. There's your solution to the to the condom problem. Just have them bring it up, and then say, "How about we don't?" And if she's I mean, okay you know, with it, like yeah. I've, I've been called a scumbag for trying to talk girls out of using them. Yeah, but I feel like what you're saying is kind of what I'm doing. Like that's the dance. You insist on wearing one, and I. You insist on me wearing one, and I try to talk you out of it so we don't have to. That's the test. Okay, you passed yeah. the test, yeah. and now I got to fix this so this feels good. Yeah, but you can't push it too hard. If they, if of they course don't feel you on- can't push it too hard. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, you pretend to put it on, and then you take it off. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? Everything is wrong with that. that is, yeah. There's so much wrong with that. Um. No, the the condom thing. Actually, it's interesting. Most girls, I'm I'm usually the one say, "Hey, uh, let me get a condom." And then most girls are like, "No, let's let's not. I'm on the I'm on the pill." I'm like, "Oh, all right. Well, I oh, guess." Man, you lucky bastard. Yeah. What is it with you, man? What are the type of they're girls all, you're dating? Oh, no, they don't want to give you blowjobs. They don't want to. They don't no, want. No, they they want to use condoms. They, what are you talking about? They don't want to give blowjobs. Yes, they do. Did, what are you saying? Like what? Two episodes ago, that you had to persuade, you had to persuade them yeah. and say anything. Yeah, of course you have. That's no. that's why you take them out on dates. That's what the whole dating thing is. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I don't, like, it doesn't, it's not this, like, trade You don't take tat. girls out? You just get blowjobs? What are you talking about? I don't believe that. Yeah, welcome to my world, man. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Stop showing off for Sean. <laughs> Sean's sitting there with a raging heart on. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. That's right. what dating is. <clears throat> uh, a, a trade for blowjobs. No, that's- it's like, you know, buttering them up. Oh, to gross. get a good one. No, no way. That's gross, man. That's 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 making it vulgar. Well, I envy you. Yeah. And you're. No, I take girls on dates. Yeah, that happens. But I don't expect like it's not it's not this expectation that oh now she's gonna give me a blowjob. Like a lot of the girls I've dated, uh, I don't know. Maybe I just maybe I just pick them better. I don't know. Who knows, man? What are you talking? I think you're you're putting words in my mouth that I didn't say. What are you saying? Are you suggesting that I don't get blowjobs? Yeah. Because I do, buddy. Yeah. All right. Hmm. You look like a guy who doesn't get blowjobs. You're out of your mind. <laughs> you like these pictures of my rims? I'll bring you some real pictures next week. Gross. Yeah. I don't want to see any other kind of rims coming from you. Um, let's let's move on. Yeah? Next, uh, My next problem? All right. Well, mine's, first of all, let me just add, mine is a universal problem. 
Uh, Everyone's got to deal with it. Yeah, you know, all over I, the I, earth. I will add this. This is this is actually kind of kind of a sad note. Well, maybe I I don't want to end, end your problem on a sad note. We'll uh, we'll just move on. Um, why? What are you gonna say? Well, in Africa, it's a huge problem with AIDS, right? And there are some of these slums, these uh, these villages that are just slums. And I remember watching this uh, this newscast that went down there and interviewed somebody who said that he regularly has unprotected sex with prostitutes who he knows Jesus. have HIV. Yeah. Okay. So, and and they asked him like, "Well, you know, this woman has HIV. Why why are you still having sex with him?" And he says, "Look around you. There is a sewer behind me. It's the stench makes me want to throw up every single second of my life." He says, "This is all I have to look forward to." So, I guess there is that. Uh, Jeez, that's a really sad story. I know it's a bummer. I didn't want to end on that note, but mm. uh, yeah, that that's that's kind of uh, the flip side of it. Sex without a condom is such a powerful motivator that people would even risk getting HIV. Yeah, all right. So there's that. Huge problem, I guess. Figure it out. Yep. Somebody figure it out. It's not How, working. I, but, the current thing is not working. Yeah, that supports your argument, though. I mean, if people are willing to go to such lengths, then condoms are, you know, a problem, I yeah. guess. All right, what's your next problem? All right, my next problem is non-apologies. People who don't give apologies and people who don't give good apologies. Okay. Right? Don't you have a problem with that? Uh, you- no, because I give them. I've never given a genuine mm. apology. I don't. I I think like ninety percent is just saying, "I'm sorry." No, there has like to be sincere. So I would suspect that you're a really bad apologizer. Oh, uh, what makes you say that? Because you're insincere with everything, every every aspect of your life. It's totally insincere. So what does sincerity have to do with an apology? Walk <laughs> me. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly what the problem is. I mean, in a way, like, isn't an apology just something you say to get someone to shut up? <laughs> See? So therein lies the problem. No. If you actually mean it, then then that's not, you're not just trying to get them to shut up. Oh, give me, give me an example. An example of what? An apology? Yeah. Like a, like a scenario that- I don't know. You had, you have this problem. Do you have yeah. an apology in mind? Do you have a non-apology in mind? Yeah. So, for example, like I know celebrities are never sorry when they apologize. They're rarely sorry. They're trying to cover their ass. Um, here's a non-apology. When you go to a restaurant and you have a bad experience, uh, the restaurant, the, the manager might come over and say, "Oh, well, we're we're sorry that you feel that way." Okay, that's bullshit. But that's like a corporate apology. Exactly, like it's a bullshit apology. T- okay. Yeah. Really. Yeah, and I and I and and for example, if if you if you argue with like a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. They might say, "Well, I'm sorry, your feelings are hurt." But yeah, that's a, what is that? What like? Let's deconstruct that that statement for a second. I'm sorry that your feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. What are they actually They're accusing you for? of hurt of being like too sensitive? Yeah, it's an accusation. So they've shifted the the responsibility of being hurt onto On you. You, yeah. So now you are responsible, a for. Your own feelings that they that they intentionally and making them apologize. Yeah, and making like, them you're apologize. So you're so hypersensitive. That, yeah. So you know what I you know what I used, I did um, with the last girl I dated for a while because I would always want to say that because yeah. I did like blame her for it. Yeah. And I would just say sorry and not add that part with the sorry that your feelings are hurt. Yeah. And it like it like really tripped her up because I think she was still pissed off, but yeah. she knew she couldn't take offense to it because it seemed like a real apology. Yeah. No, you know, I people can people can read this. There's, there's like this innate sixth or what are we at? Like seventh, eighth sense now, whatever. 
that so we can six. There's only five. Yeah, but people yeah, always but the say fr- the phrase is the phrase yeah. yeah. Okay, whatever. So we we have this innate ability to to tell when someone's bullshitting us when it's an apology. Yeah. And I dated someone for a long time who was the worst apologizer. The worst. Okay. First of all, she would never. Apologize I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. And I I knew like I knew the second I met her that we had that in common. Oh, you like, dickheads! I could totally tell. Go. Assholes. What would she say? Yeah. Well, first of all, nothing. Which was just like deafening silence, like you know, uh, <laughs> especially if we if we had I knew that, yeah, yeah, I know, and especially if we had a fight where we both like mutually may have said something that we that we uh, you know upset each other. Okay. So I'll come, I'll be the bigger man, and I'll I'll offer the apology first. And, do, you, and, do you say that before you apologize? You say, <laughs> "Look, I'm being the bigger, I'm being the better person here." No, I'm sorry, no, not at first. Eventually, I did. I'm like, "Look, I'm tired of being the bigger man." See, we're all the same. You're acting like I'm the asshole because I give fake apologies immediately, no. like all the time. And no. just I give I give apologies out like I'm throwing out beads at Mardi Gras. Oh, I know. Like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's do you mean bullshit. it? Yeah, I really mean it. No, you don't mean it. Who cares? Who cares? Nobody ever means it. Everyone is a selfish asshole. Wrong. That's bullshit. No, absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. Like if you if you have genuinely um like you know you fucked up like let's say you 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 destroyed your friend's car or something like that and you feel actual deep remorse. Okay. Right. That's that's a satisfying apology when it comes from some place like a, a place of remorse. Yeah. That's what apologies mean. I feel like that's really easy to apologize for. They're like, sorry, I messed up your car, dude. I'll I'll pay for it, I guess. You you know what, dickhead? Like that would be the end of your friendship with that person. <laughs> hey, sorry, I messed up your car, dude. I guess I'll pay for what it. What do I you guess. want? Like, you want me to write you a soliloquy about how sad I am? Like, oh, the heavens could not express the depth of my sorrow for messing up your fucking car. I'm I'm sorry, I messed up your car. What more do you want? <clears throat> See your your inability to have to be to have any. Any level of sincerity is the that, problem. That you don't is sincere. Have to, no, but you don't have to. It's not a verbose. The verbosity of it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a long apology. It doesn't have. It just has to be a sincere one. And okay, people, let me let me try it again. Yeah. You tell me this is. Mm-hmm. Mm, gosh, man, I'm really sorry. I messed up your car. <laughs> is that more sincere enough for you? No, it's still bullshit. What do you want? <laughs> what are the words that I have to say? Oh, don't you dare say up. that to me. Don't you dare say that. Guys say that to chicks. I'm like, what do you want me to say so you'll yeah, stop? Yeah, because per- you're being a chick. You want this? Not- you want apologies for what? Who okay. cares? No, because you know what? The most the, another another type of insincere apology that I hate is is uh, when somebody. When somebody's just like walking through the mall or whatever, and they like might like walk around you, they say sorry. Yeah, I'm like, no. Why too. are you saying? Why are you saying sorry? That's an insincere bullshit little thing. Say excuse me. You fine. Inconvenienced them. Well, say, just say excuse me. That's fine. But what you, if you already did it? Well, if you bumped into them, yeah, you say sorry, and then you move on. Okay. But that. But I have seen fights start well, because okay. someone didn't say sorry. You got to say sorry. Exactly. You just have to say it. These so, are words that you have to say in society. Well, yeah, but you should. There should be some sincerity to it. So uh, let me tell you why this is a problem. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. Don't move on yet. So yeah. you're at a movie theater, right? Right. And you're getting up to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Do you say, is it okay if I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, that's fine. Because you, you are genuinely inconveniencing them. They, they got to move their legs? Or you say, excuse me. Excuse me or sorry. Either one is Okay, fine. so that sorry's okay. What kind are you talking about that's bullshit in the mall? Like, uh, like for example, if somebody is, is uh, no, if you're in a grocery store and you're just walking down the aisle... Okay. And you walk around somebody and you say sorry. Like, why would you say sorry? What are you What are you apologizing for? And that bothers you? Yeah. Why? Because it's in, it's just a bullshit. It's just like it desensitizes people to a saying it and b hearing it. 
Okay, see, so this, just is, a, this a is a great topic because I, like your ex-girlfriend, don't give a shit about sorries. Yeah. I know. And oh, you, I know. Like, you, you really feel like the word is cheapened. Yeah. And, some, and people are lying to you and they apologize well, at a grocery store. So sorry is such a powerful thing, like apologizing, because what you lose is a little bit of your dignity. Ego. Your ego. Okay. You have to like swallow. Yeah, sure. Not dignity. Come on. <laughs> but you have I, to. That's how I think. You have to swallow a little bit of your pride. Okay. And this is such an important thing because I'm going to take you back to April 1st, 2011. Or 2001, rather. So April 1st, 2001, uh, or maybe April it Fool's is 2011. Day. Yeah, it was April Fool's Day. Okay. This was uh, 2001. Um, there was an incident called the Hainan Island Incident where a U.S. spy plane uh, bumped into a, a, a Chinese fighter. So we had some spy planes over off the coast of China. Okay. And what, what, would, you say, what would you say if we intercepted a spy plane, say, from Russia off of our coast, off of the coast of California, and there were uh, there were we sent up some fighter jets to escort them away from our airspace. Okay. And they clipped one of our fighters, and our fighter went down into and the crashed. ocean and crashed. Yeah. What would well, you? They owe us a they owe us a plane. Right. I'm sending them the bill. There you go. They owe us a plane, and the pilot died. By the way. Well, I can't fix that. So so that happened in China. We. <laughs> Well, we bumped the guy. We killed the Chinese we guy. We killed the Chinese. There are different accounts of what happened, but they essentially someone wings, messed up. Yeah, someone messed up. Okay, one of the wings was clipped. The Chinese fighter went down and crashed. I feel like they should send me to China to apologize because I'm great. <laughs> the I'm worst. great at apologies. Oh, the worst. You are the, absolutely the worst. I'm a great apologizer. You're a terrible. Okay, apologist. let's, John. You uh, no. Every, everybody who. Here's the apology. Yeah. We each are going to apologize. Yeah. And then somebody's going to decide who had the better apology here. Okay. Okay. Great. Already, this is full. This is flawed because neither of us are being sincere about it, anything. Like you have to apologize about a real thing. I'm very sincere. <laughs> You're China, not. You are the least sincere. China, I'm sorry. We messed up your plane and killed your guy. <laughs> we will buy you a better plane. Go I'm fuck, sorry. Go fuck yourself. Ni hao. Go fuck yourself. Zai Jen. Okay, now you, let's see your master, let's see your sincere apology. Did that, that sounded sincere as shit, dude. That did sound sincere as literal shit. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Let's right. hear it. You master. want a sincere apology? How about yeah. this? How about this? We are sorry. We regret the unfortunate incident that happened. We're sorry for the loss of life, and we're sorry that this cost you so much money, and uh, we hope that it never happens again. We'll try our best to, ne- to make sure it never happens again. Uh, see, now that's you're getting shaky. Sincere. Now nope. you messed up. No, that's not a mess up. Because that's the that's the element that makes it a good apology is that you are sincerely trying to avoid making the mistake again. And I think uh, all right. Yeah. So so let's let's go back to this this timeline. April first. So uh, so what happened? A U.S. Navy spy plane involved in a collision with Chinese uh, fighter jet. Spy plane makes an emergency landing. The Chinese fighter pilot dies. So tw- we had 21 people aboard this plane, or maybe it was 24. They landed safely in Chinese airspace. So even though we clipped the wing of one of their fighters, they still let us land in their airspace, right? Okay. So April 3rd, the Chinese president, Jiang Zemin, says that the United States must bear full responsibility and asks for an apology and calls on Bush to halt all spy flights near China's coast. Is that mm-hmm. unreasonable? I mean... Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Did we're we not going to stop. We're not going to stop spying, of course. But he asked, he asked Bush to apologize. April fourth. Nah, you can't do that. What do you mean you can't do that? Make our president apologize? No, of course of not. Some pilots oh, messed God. up. Yeah, 
No, it's not the pilots messed up. We were in their airspace. We had we had a spy craft in their airspace, and one of their pilots died because of us. I look. I don't know all the details. <laughs> yeah, the I'm telling you that the details. Died. Yeah, but you weren't up there in the sky. I mean, what, what are they dicking around in the plane? Were they going like, oh, check this out? I'm going to freak this guy out. I mean, it doesn't matter. We were in their airspace. We were over there. We shouldn't have been. I mean, we got caught. And so right. somebody died because of it. So Secretary of State Colin Powell at the time says Washington has nothing to apologize yeah. for and refers to the crew as detained. So then April 4th. Look, you don't tell us to apologize. You don't tell someone to apologize. That's a dick move on their part. They have s- you ever tried to say that with your girlfriend? Hey, uh, yes. baby, you need to apologize for Absolutely. this. Absolutely. And I shouldn't Whoa. have to because if I have to, I've already lost that war. Get, yeah. Yeah. Get out of here telling someone to apologize. No, that's bullshit. Just fucking man up and apologize. I've lost friends because they wouldn't apologize. It's an important thing. You got to fucking man up. You have to feel remorse for something that you've done. See, this irrational no. This irrational love of apologies is why I just do it compulsively and immediately and without any remorse at all. And because it means it just, absolutely nothing. It, I will totally dupe you every time. No, you won't. No, you won't. I, I'm, I feel like uh, we got to test this. No, we don't have to test it. So the Chinese government, even though we crashed one of their fighter planes, even though we killed one of their pilots, even though we landed in their airspace, they said, we'll give you your plane back. Just apologize. Because in Chinese culture and many cultures around the world, losing face means something. Like, you will lose a little bit of face. You will lose a little bit of your ego or your, your pride by apologizing. And, and call, and yeah, but that's very aggressive. No, it's not. Just apology? How's that aggressive? Do aggressive I, would be, we're going to fucking uh, invade you. We're going to uh, put sanctions against but you. But this is a step towards that. Because what he's saying is, do what I tell you to do, and we'll give you something. Yes, it's pride. Swallow your pride, America. Apologize. So April 4th, Jiang leaves for South America tour, repeats the call for an American apology. The U.S. spurns the demand. Good. This is uh, from the Washington Post, by the way. And then April 5th, Bush expresses regret. Finally, Bush expresses regret for the loss of the Chinese pilot, says he does not want the dispute to destabilize U.S.-China relations. And by the way— You know what he should have done? Can I I interrupt for a second? He should have said, you know what? We're sorry. We're going to fly the pilot's family to Disneyland. <laughs> Fuck you. Chi- you don't have Disneyland. That's what he should have. That would have been a great. That's the kind of apology that I want to see. Yeah. Well, except they do have Disneyland. So They do? Yeah. In Hong Kong. Probably sucks, though. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've never been there. So uh, so he, regret- he expresses regret. And then he says that he doesn't want this dis- dispute to destabilize U.S.-China relations. And by the way, we did $16 billion of trade with them that year. So this is what's at stake here, $16 billion and $106 billion on China's side. So then April 7th, by the way, why is this going on so long? April 7th, Washington rebuffs. Because these people's jobs. These morons that are running the country, their job is to protract these dumb things to make it look like they're busy. This is like two words that Washington won't say that would, that's potentially going to destabilize our economy. This is nah, fucking stupid. Nobody's going to stop buying Chinese crap because no. the president didn't apologize. They were talking about sanctions. America was talking about sanctions and China was bu- talking about sanctions. This is back in, in, uh, in, in uh, 2001. April 7th, Washington rebuffs another Beijing demand for an apology. April 8th, Dick Cheney insists Washington will not apologize over the incident. April 9th, Jiang Zemin, on tour of Latin America, repeats Beijing's demand for an apology. Okay. April 11th, finally, after 10 full days... Finally, they get an apology, and they, they, they phrase it in kind of a bullshit way. They said uh, that the U.S. is very sorry that the family and its pilot uh, died. They're very sorry that the U.S. plane had no verbal clearance when it entered Chinese airspace and landed. Finally, after, for no reason, almost two weeks, 
we escalated this thing into an international incident when all they had to say is, I'm sorry. Like, that's, all, that's all the Chinese government was looking for. I got a longer time that I made somebody wait for an apology. Oh, I'm sure. Days. I'm sure. I, you know her. Uh, I, I broke up with this girl because I made a joke about her smoking. Oh, I know who you're talking about. This and, is great. Yeah. And uh, no, because t- you know how I break up. It's You're done. Mm. You're dead to me. Not true. Caught, deleted. Not at all. Oh, yeah, no, I, very... don't, I don't stay in contact with girls that I'm not talking to anymore. You are in contact with a girl you're not talking to anymore today. Oh, dude, but, like, yeah, that's like a one-off. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're, I, you, yeah, we did it okay. a long time ago, yeah. and we're friends now. We were friends before that, though. Sure. I mean, but, right, as a rule, I as don't a rule. do, like, a wine, I don't do a wind-down, like, debriefing of what everyone messed up in this relationship. It's like, okay, it's over, bye. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that is how you handle it, yes. Yeah. yeah. So I see this girl after no contact uh, eight months later. And I think the fir- one of the first things I said to her was like, oh, sorry about that cigarette joke. Oh, wow. Yeah. Eight months it took, huh? Eight months. Yeah. yeah. So China's, they got it easy. This is, this is finally, finally when Bush finally apologized. Here's, here's the apology. Here's all it took. This has been a difficult situation for both our countries. I know the American people joined me. In expressing sorrow for the loss of life uh, of a oh. Chinese pilot, our prayers are with his wife and his I child. Miss this guy. <laughs> I miss his what voice. Yeah. No, what a I miss what his a goofy dumbass. like cartoon voice. Yeah, it was a goofy like idiot voice, moron. It, you're that's so, all it took. You're so anti-Bush, really? Oh, absolutely. He's a moron. He's an idiot. He I got us into the. A, you think he's a moron? Absolutely. Though? Yeah, he's a moron. I don't think someone can elevate to that position in this country and be uh, a moron. Oh, excuse me. He is absolutely a moron. He had he got elevated to that position for, from through nepotism. He got everything in his life through nepotism. Come on. He's an idiot. He, the axis of evil speech was the single biggest diplomatic uh, international blunder probably. I mean, yeah, but you realize it's not like, it's like a team of people crafting these speeches and these policies. It's right. not him. Like, he's a punching bag for them, for the and team. And who, who put together that team? Probably him. But what, so therefore, yeah. well, here we go. Back in circle. I don't know. I just don't buy into the whole like Bush is a, an idiot. He mantra. took almost two weeks and re- elevated this thing to an international incident. Lost a lot of uh, diplomacy. Lost a lot of credibility, and then ended up apologizing anyway. What did we gain by holding off this apology? I don't know. I'm more interested in why you're fixated on fake apologies. Because it causes problems, and this is this is an example of a real world problem where billions of dollars were at stake. Because someone wouldn't apologize. Yeah. It's a huge problem. I've lost friends over non-apologies. I stopped talking to my own family for a long time because they wouldn't apologize. What's the last thing they didn't apologize for? Your family. Oh, it's just, I don't even know. I don't even it's, it's It's been resolved now, but it was, you know, it's a serious thing. If you don't feel remorse for what you've done, then fuck off. Yeah, but what if you just don't? Yeah, what, Sean, Sean? Sean's got to say something. If you get busted, will you apologize for the avocado? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Because that's bullshit. There's no, there's no... You know, there's nothing going on there. There's no. I think it's just allergy. something you say to make people feel better. Yes, but it has to be sincere, otherwise it doesn't count. Yeah, but doesn't your desire to make them feel better isn't that sincere? Like if I, let's say I'm watching, I don't know. Let's say I'm watching my girlfriend's dog, and yeah. somehow it gets all its hair dyed a weird color because okay. someone thought it would be funny. Yeah. Okay. If I'm not sorry I did it, but like I just want her to kind of get over it. Yeah. Isn't that this? Isn't that sincere? It, no, you want them to feel better. However, you have to find a way to sincerely apologize, even if you don't care about the dog's hair color. So, for example, you have to say, "I'm sorry that I that I let that happen." 
That's but a I sincere, huh? But, but I did it. I'm sorry, I did it. Then you have to apologize for doing it. But that's a like that's not sincere. And then follow up with I'll never do it again. That should be so sincere. more lies. <laughs> don't, no, I'm not saying lie. That's the th- that's a problem. What aren't you getting? Just don't lie. Say yeah, it but sincerely. To not the but to not lie is to not like I'm not really sorry. I'm sorry that you're so upset by it, and I just want this to be over. That's a bullshit. It's like apology. a magic word that makes people not sad anymore. No, it's not magic, dude. It's not. You have to actually mean it. Otherwise, it means nothing. It I don't need nowhere. that though. Like I just need him to say it. Well, I know, because your your fucked up mind thinks everyone works the same way you do. No, you it's think- not fucked up, and I'll tell you why. Because I just need them to acknowledge that it pissed me off. I don't need you to feel bad about it. I just need you to say, yeah, I can tell you're pretty pissed off about this. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Fine. Okay. I can see that you can see that. And what would you hope to come of that? I don't know. That they would never do that again? Mm, I don't, yeah, but not, I don't hold people that high of a standard. Like, I, I, I think that they probably just messed up. I, mean, I don't think well, they have yeah. that kind of control over it. Well, if it's something that it's incontrollable, like, for example, alcoholism. I've known people who are alcoholics, and they keep relapsing, and they keep relapsing, and they keep apologizing, or they're gambleholics, or whatever. Are you they- talking about me? <laughs> With the alcohol? <laughs> no, I, no, you're, you're, uh, you're a functional. Because I'm fine. <laughs> sure, you seem fine. Yeah. You're a functional alcoholic. But I yeah. want an apology for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Great. There are there. there. There we go. We resolved. And you know why? I'll tell uh, you why I accept that. Because it still hurts you to say. And like, even if you don't mean it, it still feels like you're degrading yourself by apologizing. You even if swallow, you don't mean it. You have That's to why I think it counts. Do you, do you think that pride has any actual value in life? Um, it makes you feel good. Think about it. Think about what you're about to say. Yeah. Do you think pride has value? That only insofar as it makes you feel good about yourself, which is the entire point of life. I think it's stupid when people, like, blow big opportunities or are assholes out of pride. But I can't say it's illogical because it makes you feel good. Like, yeah, every, everything else in life you do is what makes you feel good. you got to find a balance. Pride, pride has a lot of value, and for some people, that's all they have. So if you make somebody swallow their pride, it really means something. Because you're you're trading something yes. that has that's worth more than money. I think that's more important than actually being sorry. Is making them sacrifice pride to say it. Well, that's you know, you know the, what I had the sudden realization that may, that we sound like to- complete whack jobs when we're talking about apologizing <laughs> like this. Why is that? I don't know. I just had that sudden feeling. I don't know if it's going to be true. Yeah, we got to check the comments. Oh, I can't after wait this. to read the comments. But after I think this. somehow both of us are way off on this topic. Oh, I think I, I think one of us is way off, and I think it's that side of the table. Um, but I yeah, can't. but everyone does what I do. Everyone gives fake apologies. No, you're, that's that's your fucked up like perspective because you think everybody thinks like you, but we don't. We don't. That's you. I don't think they think like it. I think they just do it. Like I don't think they realize they're doing it. I think they just kind of say, "Oh, sorry." No, you know, I am. I am evidence that you're wrong. I give sincere apologies when I when I actually mean it, and I say that I'll never do it again. That's a sincere apology. That's all. That's all you should do. That's what, and you shouldn't cheapen it by saying, "Oh, sorry," if, if you like. I don't know, if you're getting gas or something and you don't have exact change, that's not an apology. You don't have to apologize for that. I apologize to the gas machine just to, like, keep my apologizing chaps up, <laughs> chops up. Like, if I oh, put okay. the card in too hard, I'm like, oh, sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hopeless. All right. All right, what's our problems? I had I had the U.S. US soccer team, the U.S. men's soccer team, because the women always win the World Cup. No, I mean, I don't really care about that, but the men's... <laughs> <laughs> just dust that under the rug. I'll get into. I can get into that. I'm sure. In another episode, yeah. the U.S. men's soccer team, or just the U.S. sucks at soccer. Yeah, the U.S. sucks at soccer. Yeah, because we do as a country. It? Sure. Yeah. 
Okay. That's, a, that's the problem. The U.S. sucks at soccer. Should we should we um, uh, call it football on the website, I think? Probably no. So the rest of the world No, knows. it's soccer. All right, soccer, fine. I'm not spelling it with a U or an umlaut <laughs> or whatever. Put your foot down. Yeah, no, no umlauts. Soccer. Okay. I want us to be so good at the next World Cup that everyone has to call it soccer. <laughs> that I, we win the World Cup and we're like, F you, now everyone has to call it soccer for four years. Hell, That's I'm the game. On board. Yeah, I'm on board with that. It's 100%. us versus the whole world. Correct. Okay, Absolutely. and the other one was condoms because everyone hates them. All right, and so I don't we, think they're necessary. I don't think everyone should be so crazy for condoms like they are. Yeah, maybe you're right. Uh, my problems are people who can't eat spicy food and non-apologies. All so, right, head to the website, biggest problem in the universe, to vote. That's right, and we'll read your comments next week. Thanks for listening.